Ho, 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 ho. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all who celebrate and listen to the Postpark broadcast. Welcome, everyone. My name is Hector Servan. This is, as you could tell from the ho, ho, hoing, this is going to be our first holiday themed episode, I guess. This is, and by holiday themed, it's just set in December. <laughs> um, but welcome, everyone. Welcome. My name is Hector Servan. This is a very special episode of the Postpark Broadcast, kind of our first and what is hopefully going to be a um, a, a series, a, a string of, of offshoot episodes. We're going to be doing reviews. Yes, Postpark Broadcast is now going to be doing reviews for select entertainment. Uh, of course, stuff that comes out of Walt Disney World, like the Walt Disney Corporation, uh, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, Universal movies as well. Um, I love films. I love cinema. I love film critique, criticisms. And just talking about movies, I just, I love it. And reviews have always been something that I've wanted to incorporate into the show for Post Park. So to finally be doing it is is very near and dear. It's very special to me. It means a lot. So if you're listening, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And because this is our first one, I wanted to make sure that we have a very, we, we had a review that was well articulated, uh, well thought out, had a lot of uh, thought put into it. And so that's why I've reached out to my dear friend, Dave, and and asked him to do a, a small review for the show. Uh, and, and, and thankfully he's, he's done so. And he sent me the audio. Uh, I love Dave. Dave is a, an incredible friend. I can't thank you enough, Dave, for, for doing this. Truly appreciate it. So we're going to be listening to Dave's review for Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which has finally, finally, finally shown up on our televisions, on our streaming platforms, on Disney Plus not too long ago. A fantastic way to start off the holiday season, I think. Uh, no spoilers just yet. <laughs> but yeah, we've been hearing about the holiday special for quite a while now. So for it, for it to finally be here is very, 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 very exciting. Now, I do believe that's maybe all I have to say for the introduction. Uh, I don't want to take up too much time afterwards. Once we hear Dave's review, I'll come back and, and sprinkle a little bit of my feelings on the holiday special as well. And uh, yeah, that'll be our first review. So I think that is it for now. Let's move it on over to Dave. Dave, thank you so much. And uh, hope you guys enjoy. Oh, this is, there's spoilers. That's what I meant to say. Uh, I would highly recommend that if you haven't seen the holiday special, I'd recommend you go check that out. We kind of just lightly mentioned some stuff. There's nothing really crazy, like mind-blowing, spoilery type stuff. Um, but still, the holiday special is something that you want to go into uh, and and watch You know, first before you listen to this and hear what we have to say, our thoughts and opinions on it. So, okay, now that was what I had to say. Um, and this is why I got my friend Dave, because Dave's a lot more well-articulated and can form uh, a lot more cohesive and concise sentences. <laughs> so again, for the millionth time, let's take it on over to Dave. Dave? What's up, post-parkers? Post post Post-parkaneers? Mm. Post, post like buccaneers? No. post Post parkours? Nah. We'll figure out a nickname for y'all. Um, like Swifties or 
I don't know the uh, what is what is a roll tide? Is that the Alabama people? Is that what they call themselves? Um, what is up, Post Park Broadcast, um, and all of your listeners? Um, it's my one of my favorite podcasts ever. Love it so much. It is definitely like I have I have like four or five podcasts that when they come in, they are the ones that are the ones I listen to on the way to work and the way back from work. And to that might sound like a slight, but it's not because that is when I'm the most focused. That is when I am. I mean, most focused on a podcast. Like, if I have it on in the background, maybe sometimes I can get a little distracted every now and then. But when I'm driving and I'm listening to a podcast, I'm just thinking about that podcast, baby. Who cares about what's happening on the road? Um, and Post Park is one of those. It's like probably Post Park, maybe The Watch from The Ringer, maybe The Big Picture from The Ringer, um, a Christmas one here and there, um, maybe a Taylor Swift one. But regardless, um, Post Park is a, is a beloved podcast. I love it so much. I hope it never ends. I hope it always makes new episodes. No pressure. Um, but hello, Hector. Hector Servant is a great man, great host. Um, and Hector has very kindly invited me on today to send this recording in as a review of the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is great because I feel like what you could have done, Hector, is reach out to somebody who you consider to be a Marvel expert. And I know I know my fair share of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, don't get me wrong, um, but I'm definitely not a Marvel expert when it comes to this stuff. But I do believe of myself as a Christmas special expert. I love Christmas specials. I've savored them. I've seen all, like, all of them. Um, some of them are good. Some of them are terrible. Um, and this is the latest one, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, and I was very excited about this because I do like Marvel and I specifically really enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy. So having them have their own Christmas special, holiday special, whatever you want to call it, on Disney Plus was very exciting. Um, I think it was announced maybe three years ago at the either the investors call or the D23 Expo. I don't remember which, but it was announced. Very exciting. Finally here. Um, it's kind of like the last sort of prologue to the coda of the Guardian story in the MCU. We don't know what's going to happen in Volume 3, who's going to make it, who's not, what they're going to do, where they're going to be, or will they even be a team, who knows. Um, but we do actually get a couple hints of what's going to come in Volume 3. We see Cosmo the Space Dog, um, now voiced by Maria Bakalova. Um, you might know her best from Borat, a uh, subsequent movie film, the Borat sequel from 2020. Um, she's voiced, she voices Cosmo, the space dog, um, who was previously seen as part of the collector's collection. And the reason why suddenly he's got a role in the guardians with some telekinesis is because we learned that the guardians have purchased nowhere from the collector. I thought the collector was dead. So cool that he's not, I guess. I don't know. Um, but regardless, we learned that they are now, they now own and run nowhere. Um, Cosmo's there. And we learned that Mantis is actually Peter Quill's sister. Um, by virtue of being the daughter of Ego, or one of the daughters, at least. Um, so a lot of this seems like it might be a big part of Volume 3, and we get it introduced here, kind of in rapid fire, seeing how the Guardians now work as a team, post-Endgame, post-even Thor, Kraglin, Nebula, they're all part of the team now. Um, obviously, Gamora is absent, but we know Volume 3 will have to do with her as well. But we have this team here. It's a great team. Um, but we do actually, the special kind of focuses on Drax and Mantis, um, a duo that definitely had chemistry in volume two. They definitely, their arcs are kind of intertwined with one another. Um, so it was cool to see them get that spotlight because usually, you know, when you get Chris Pratt and say what you will, he is, he is a star. Um, when you get Chris Pratt, um, 
he kind of takes over the focal point, um, which makes sense. You know, he's the lead. He's Star-Lord. But in this one, he kind of takes a backseat. Um, and because it's a special, because it's on streaming, we get to spend more time with Drax and Mantis and see what they're like. We, I think, you know, I think we've had a lot of time with Drax. I definitely don't think he had a, the biggest role in Infinity War or Endgame, but he's kind of, Bautista's kind of doing the same shtick here. I know it's a shtick that he's sick of, but it is still that same shtick. Mantis, though, is the one that I really thought excelled in this Christmas special. I thought Palm Clement. Clementiev, I'm forgive me if I'm mispronouncing, but I thought she was so good. Um, she nails both comedic scenes where um, um, she's just like, I mean, not only funny intentionally, but funny in unintentional ways. Um, spoiler alert: when she does go hopping across the walls of Kevin Bacon's house. Um, I was a little freaked out, but I, I definitely thought the visual element of that, the physical comedy, was very funny. Um, but she also, she sells some pretty good dramatic scenes towards the end. And Pratt's part of that too, but I thought Palm was the best part of the special. Mantis was so great. I mean, I, like, I liked Mantis already. Like, I kind of didn't really have a super strong opinion about her, but I'm definitely excited to see more of her after this special. Um, and the special just kind of revolves around those two going down to Earth to kidnap Kevin Bacon and give him as a gift to Star-Lord because these two have no social cues, no understanding of how the world works or anything like that. Um, so that's what they're, that's what basically the engine of this 40 minute or so special. They do end up bringing him back. Um, and obviously, like, you know, Star Lord's like, you can't just kidnap people, stuff like that. Um, it's all, it's not like, it's not predictable, but it does, it is sensible, I think would be the word. It's a sensible special, you know, good for the whole family, silly at times. Actually, there's like a, there's a heart to it. You know, every Christmas special has to have a heart. Um, even if it doesn't grow three sizes. Um, so as a Christmas special expert, I think this actually is one of the stronger ones, especially one of the stronger ones we've received as of late. You know, a lot of the great ones come from the 60s, the 70s. Um, but I would put this right up there with some of the more recent specials, like Olaf's Frozen Adventure, Yes, Virginia, the Casey Musgraves Christmas Show. I think it goes right up there. It's got a ton of heart, and it's earned heart. It's not just manufactured Christmas sentiment. It is actually heart that comes from the characters first and is part of the season second, which I appreciated. I appreciated that they kept the Guardians as the focal point um, with the holiday definitely integrated into it. It's integral to the story. Um, but it's, it's still the Guardians of the Galaxy's holiday special. Um, again, like I said, Palm, I think gives the best performance. I think she is awesome in it. Um, <clears throat> what else did I want to mention? Ah, yes, the soundtrack. We all know James Gunn knows how to pick a soundtrack, but this thing, let me tell you, the Marvel logo opens the special as it does with Marvel stuff. And we hear Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues, um, featuring Christy McCall probably if not the best christmas song definitely in the top five christmas songs of all time so obviously i mean i'm already predisposed to like this thing um from the get-go but the soundtrack throughout is great you got christmas rapping kevin bacon sings um and there's some unexpected moments even though it kind of the trailer gives away a lot of where the story is going and how the engine's going um, but there's a lot here that's cool that ties it into the larger MCU. I know it's very standalone, but there are some cool little details to hold on to. Um, I'm never opposed to those little details. I definitely, when it becomes shoehorned in, like how I maybe kind of felt a little bit, there's a little bit about Ironheart and Black Panther Wakanda forever. When it can become like that, it can be a little much. Um, but the little, the little details we get that are just kind of dropped in blinking, you miss it stuff. I always find fascinating. The characters are 
as earnestly and enthusiastically written as they always have been. And like I said, that Christmas sentiment is there um, in, a, in a real earned authentic way, which is the most important thing a Christmas special can be. Um, so definitely between this and Werewolf by Night, the specials really hit this year for Halloween and for Christmas. Uh, Marvel holidays are fantastic. Love them. Wouldn't be opposed to more of them. I know they mentioned um, there's maybe a tease for something else in the future, but we'll see. Um, for now, I just trust the creators to keep doing what they're doing. And I definitely recommend the special. Um, I think I'm probably going to settle around a four star rating over on the old letterboxd. Um, but again, Hector, thank you so much for having me. Um, Hector is great. I love Hector. I love this podcast. It's great to talk about Marvel and the holidays with you, even in an abbreviated fashion. Um, go post park and happy holidays to everybody. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, thank you so much, Dave, for for doing that. It's truly greatly appreciated. You're an incredible friend. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, now so now that we've heard what Dave has to think, I figured that I would also give my two cents on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I really enjoyed this holiday special. I think it was it was very wonderful. It is very holiday. Um, I'm sorry. It is obviously it's holiday themed. <laughs> um, but it really has this like holiday Christmas heart to it that is truly wonderful and delightful to see, especially with the two main leads of this special, which of course are Mantis and Drax, played by, um, as as Dave mentioned, Pom Clementief and Dave Batista, respectively. Of course, it it was very very fun to watch. There is I do appreciate how standalone standalone it is. Um, but I do also appreciate the minor hints that we get from this special, uh, kind of some little teases of what we can expect for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Of course, as mentioned, Cosmo, the telekinetic, telepathic dog. Uh, no, not telepathic, telekinetic, I believe is what you would say. Um, so Cosmo is, Cosmos is now part of the team. The Collector is alive and well. He's somewhere out there. Uh, Benicio Del Toro, who played the Collector, I believe. I hope we get to see him again at some point. That would be wonderful. Uh, of course, the Guardians have now purchased Nowhere from the Collector, which is, I imagine, is going to be a big part of Volume 3. They are kind of rebuilding Nowhere after the events of Infinity War and Endgame and stuff like that, of course. And I, I'm sure we'll we'll see Nowhere becoming a big, or at hopefully a substantial focal point of Volume 3. Um, this was wonderful. There's a lot of minor touches from the special that I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the animated sections, the kind of going back to old school uh, rotoscope animation. Uh, it gives it a very distinct, uh, even though it's like really HD, it gives it a very distinctive kind of old school vibey, I guess, holiday feel. Um, if that kind of makes sense, it's, it's a very specific type of animation or form of animation. And I, I think it really adds to the overall special. So this is like, I don't know. I really enjoyed the idea. At first I had to grow on me of them going to kidnap Kevin Bacon. I thought that was very funny in the end. It, it all worked out. And uh, especially the moments in the house when they're chasing him and, and stuff like that. But at first I kind of, this isn't kind of like an official criticism, but I didn't know how I felt about Kevin Bacon being Kevin Bacon at first in the holiday special. That kind of threw me off. I know we had Megan the Stallion, of course, in She-Hulk playing Megan the Stallion. She was playing herself, but it was like a really quick one-off thing that 
I didn't mind it. Uh, but for some reason, like Kevin Bacon actually being him was a little weird for me at first. But in the end, you know, it, it does make sense as to why Kevin Bacon is there. His personal connection with Peter Quill or or vice versa, you know, Peter Quill's connection to Kevin Bacon and what he meant to him as a kid. It was really nice. It was very sweet and added just a bit more emotion to the holiday special. I also really enjoyed Michael Rooker's return as Yondu in this holiday special. Um, the like further development of that beautiful father-son relationship that they kind of had, Peter Quill and Yondu. It was really, really well done and added so much ex- like additional emotion to Peter Quill's story and just the special overall. And the way it ties up and and just again further expanding that relationship was was very beautiful. I, I love that. I think that this holiday special works so well because of who it's about. Um, The Guardians, I think, are one of the best developed teams, if not characters, in the MCU. They are definitely ones that have earned the right to be called a family, a a gang of outcasts, you know, a family of outcasts uh, working together to, to live out in space. Right. Um, I think you couldn't have done a holiday special like this just with anybody else. Um, it would have taken a lot more work personally, in my opinion, I think. Um, so that's why I think it worked out so well with guardians of the galaxy. It's going to be really sad seeing James Gunn leave, uh, Marvel, because of course, if you're unaware, he's over at DC right now and, um, him and Peter Saffron are planning out the DCU for like the next 10 years. So you know, whether we'll get him back to develop more Guardian stuff. I don't know. It's not seeming likely, of course, as Dave mentioned, Dave Batista kind of, I think, doesn't like being Drax anymore. <laughs> um, and who knows what happens in volume three. Of course, it's kind of funny that we get this really sweet holiday special and like just it's uplifting and joyful. But I mean, who knows for the world of pain that we're in for volume three? I can't imagine how like emotionally just draining that's going to be I, i'm very excited to see what happens and and what kind of team emerges at the end of the guardians volume three uh again gonna be gonna be sad to see james gunn leave this team um everyone in their respective roles is is so just incredible it's they're perfect it's i think if there's one thing that marvel really has nailed down at this point is their casting because it's just i don't know the actors do such a great job of owning their characters and it's it, it really adds to the believability of these characters and this the emotions that they're experiencing it's great yeah i'm trying to think uh, i really enjoyed the song at the beginning it really of course sets the tone for the whole thing uh very very funny how it's like this game of telephone of what christmas is like and that's what they base their their song off of i thought it was just Really wonderful, and again, set the tone so well for for the rest of the thing. My only other actual thing that I kind of didn't like, I I really enjoyed Batista and um, Clementief's chemistry in this. They're they're so hilarious together uh, in their adventure out on planet Earth. But the only thing is that I felt a little weird. Is that like I felt like Mantis was just a tad bit too mean to Drax without like any kind of apology or acknowledgement of I've been. This maybe I've been mean because I'm just a little bit nervous of getting this right. I want to make sure it's perfect for someone who is actually my brother. Um, Or maybe it's just part of the character that I don't understand. Uh, I'm not quite sure. That may just be me personally. I don't know. It just felt weird. Like I felt like she was just 
overly mean to Drax <laughs> and it made me feel bad for him. Um, but again, that just might be the character. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm too much of an empath, you know, <laughs> but that's just kind of like a small thing. I don't know. That might just be me. What else? Uh, Dave Batista, fantastic. Uh, he, again, I think Drax is pushed more to uh, like for comedy, uh, but in the end, it still works out. I, I think David Tisa is so funny in the role, especially at the end when um, Star-Lord sees Kevin Bacon and he's like, this is, this is human trafficking. And, you know, they get into the whole the whole spit. But, but of course, uh, this truly, this special is truly, truly, truly um, like just led so well by Pom Clementiev, who is just like literally the star of this special. She is so good as Mantis, like this whole... Um, and it's like a as dave mentioned like they they have no social cue they have no awareness they they don't know um how to be on earth and deal with earth human beings and stuff like that and i think palm clementief like just really nails it she is such a standout in this special absolutely killer 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 a lot of her stuff is is absolutely funny and so adorable especially with the moment that she shares at the end with star lord um just very very well done i i very excited to to see more of palm clementief as mantis in the mcu hopefully and as well again as in volume three um but yeah fantastic uh, a wonderful holiday episode a special presentation i wonder if it was always intended to be a special presentation or they saw how good werewolf by night did and they were like put put the special print put the special presentation thing on there um <laughs> i don't know but wonderful 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 of course they do hint at like oh we should maybe do another holiday special but again that's all dependent on if they continue with guardians of the galaxy content or entertainment like films um what the team even looks like at the end of volume three but we'll see any type of special appreciation any type of special presentation that Marvel does now is so far like two for two. So looking forward to the next one. And of course, looking for, forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Once again, thank you so much, Dave, for um, doing your review for this episode. It's lovely to have you on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope I haven't babbled on too long. But if you've listened, thank you so much. I, I truly appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the holiday special, please let us know what you thought of Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. James Gunn said that he like wrote it in a couple of hours, which is very funny. And of course, it's very uh, inspired by the Star Wars holiday special that is like infamously bad, I think. Or I don't know. I've never actually seen it. But yeah, let us know what you thought of the holiday special. You can find us on uh, TikTok at... TikTok and Instagram at Post Park Broadcast or on Twitter, which is kind of a little bit more active. I don't know, easier to reach out and contact. <laughs> uh, Twitter at Post Park Bcast at Post Park Bcast. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you for the next regular episode of PPP, uh, as well as the next review, hopefully. So, adios.